This program deals with themes of an adult nature and is intended for a mature audience. The very word secrecy is repugnant in a free and open society. And we are, as a people, inherently and historically opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths, and to secret proceedings. Our differences worldwide would vanish if we were facing an alien threat from outside of this world. We must guard against the military-industrial complex. UFOs, paranormal phenomena, and deep analysis of current world events from somewhere in the desert between Area 51 and Roswell, blasting across the planet, the Manticore Network proudly presents Fairy Tales because the truth will set you free. Headline edition, July 8, 1947. The Army Air Forces has announced that a flying disc has been found and is now in the possession of the Army. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore! The power they took from the people will return to the people. The Matrix is everywhere. It is all around us. It is the world that has been pulled over your eyes to blind you from the truth. Shall I tell you what I find beautiful about you? You are in charge of the best when things are worse. Sooner or later, though. You always have to wake up. Be skeptical, but don't close your mind. Greetings to everyone around the world, and a warm welcome to another edition of Veritas at VeritasRadio.com, where we ask questions and question the answers. I'm your host, Mel Famburgus, and I sincerely thank you for joining me once again. And if this is your first time, please make yourself at home. I want to thank you, Veritas member, for making this program possible. Tonight's special guest is author and researcher Richard Cassaro. We'll discuss his new book, Written in Stone, Decoding the Secret Masonic Religion Hidden in Gothic Cathedrals and World Architecture. Get ready to have some of your paradigms shattered. Richard Cassaro will be with us shortly. To listen to the full interview, go to VeritasRadio.com and subscribe. That way, you'll help us continue producing high-quality shows without commercials or censorship. And visit the Veritas store, where you can buy MMS, USB drives with every season, and much more. And to get in touch with me, click on the contact button of our website at VeritasRadio.com. Conspiracy theorists say the Freemasons are an evil cabal aiming to take over the entire world. Whether true or not, the Freemasons of today bear little resemblance to the cathedral-building order of yesteryear. This loss has left 5 million modern Masons worldwide clueless as to their order's true origins and purpose. All that's left is an empty set of meaningless rituals, ceremonies, and symbols along with substitute secrets 
usually associated with faith, hope, and charity. For decades, researchers have tried to recover the order's lost wisdom. None as of yet have deciphered anything meaningful in the architecture, and none have discovered the repeating architecture pattern, the cathedral code. But as you're about to hear, the key to breaking this code is hidden in the triptych architectural portal. The Freemasons have a stunning truth about this architectural triptych that scholars and archaeologists are totally unaware of. This truth is that the triptych stretches back to the farthest reaches of antiquity. Incredibly, it was universally constructed by history's first civilizations. Triptychs are still visible in temple ruins on important landmarks worldwide. The triptych appears in a staggeringly vast number of ancient cultures, a discovery that has the potential to rewrite ancient history. It evokes groundbreaking new questions that challenge our understanding of antiquity, questions that modern scholars and researchers have been unwilling or unable to raise. How could these varied cultures have built the exact same types of triptych temples, separated as they are by vast space and time? Could it be that the triptych symbolizes a common idea, universal wisdom, or parallel doctrine that was mysteriously shared by all of them? and that this doctrine was slowly forgotten over the millennia, but carried clandestinely into the current era by the age-old Freemasons. To learn the secret meaning of this giant hieroglyph and stone, and see how its wisdom once formed a universal religion in antiquity, once known to every ancient empire on earth, Richard Cassaro is coming up next. This is Mel Fabregas, and you're listening to Veritas. Right here on Veritas. Beam me up, Mal. Richard Cassaro was born in New York City in 1972 and studied the ancient tradition early on, traveling widely in his youth. He graduated with honors in journalism and philosophy from Pace University. Over the next several years, he traveled to Egypt, Mexico, Greece, Italy, Sicily, France, England, Peru, and finally, Spain, in his quest to uncover what he calls a lost sacred science, which he claims is symbolized architecturally by the triptych pattern in antiquity. Not long after, he traveled to India, where he learned a little Sanskrit, studied the Vedanta, and was initiated into a theosophist society where he began to recognize the triptych's link to the Freemasons. Kassar has studied ancient ruins on four different continents, Americas, Africa, and Europe. He has lectured at academic and learning institutions in Egypt, Italy, Spain, and Peru. His writings have been published in magazines and journals worldwide. He has been a ghost writer for a best-selling esoteric author, 
a U.S. correspondent for a major Italian publishing house, a managing editor for a popular U.S. magazine, and a consultant to print and broadcast media. His new book, Written in Stone, reveals the wisdom of the triptych and the sacred science, their ancient roots, and their connection to Freemasonry. And to learn more about Richard Cassaro, his work, and to buy his new book, Written in Stone, visit his websites at richardcassaro.com and deepertruth.com. And directly from Stanford, Connecticut, I would like to introduce Richard Cassaro to Veritas. Hello, Richard, and welcome. How are you? I'm great, Mel. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be on the radio show with you. It's my pleasure. And first of all, before we start, I want to thank Andrew from Australia, one of our listeners for referring me to, to you, Richard, and, his, and your excellent work. This is what I love about interacting with all our listeners around the world. I don't hold all the answers. I, I, don't, I don't know all the great perspective guests out there. You do. And I'm glad you are opening these new doors for me. But Richard, I have to tell you, as I was telling you offline, when I got your, received your book, I saw the, the, the cover, and I honestly didn't have any expectations. But I finished reading it last night, and I have to tell you, it is absolutely a masterpiece. This is great work, and I'm so glad that you're going to be telling us a lot about this. I grew up a Catholic. I, I traveled through Europe, and I used to visit a lot of those, those cathedrals. And in my subconscious mind, I thought, wow, I see a lot of similarities. But I never connected the dots like you have. And first, how were you led to your research and discoveries? Where prompted you to begin your quest? Well, Mel, first of all, I have to say, you know, thank you so much for paying me that tremendous compliment. I can honestly tell you, it almost brings me to tears to hear you say that about my work. It's, it was a, a very long and hard road to get that book published. And, uh, to hear you say that really is tremendous. But, you know, <clears throat> starting from a very early age, I've always been interested in the meaning of life. And I've always felt like we're not getting the whole story. And I've always felt like something is, 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 Something is blocking us from understanding what's happening here. And it wasn't until, you know, uh, recently that a few years ago, several years ago, that I started to feel like the whole society that we live in, the major corporations that are running the world and the governments and things like that are, are the ones that are blocking us and interfering with us. And uh, just an interest in, in archaeology that led to an interest in spirituality and ancient religions um, traveled a lot when I was when I was young, you know, mostly in Europe uh, to begin with, and then started traveling outward from there. Um, but like you, I was I was you know born and raised a, a Christian, believing in Christ and that type of stuff, and that never did it for me. And I felt like a strong yearning to uncover more. Um, and then uh, little by little, after college, it started to unfold from there. Yes, exactly. And and before we start, you mentioned Spain, and I have to ask you, I, I presume, and I know you did, you visited the Alhambra uh, area in, in, in Granada. When I visited that area of the world, I, I found out that, that they had Judaism, Islam, and, 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 and Christianity all coexisting in peace. But all of a sudden, when the, the Spanish took back the area, all of a sudden— they, they, they started uh, eradicating the other religions. Did you find that when you were there too? Well, you know, one thing that I get, now I wouldn't say I get into arguments with Christians, but one thing I think that, um, that really opened my eyes about Christianity was, you know, I mean, you have a flourishing Europe for thousands of years in pre-Christian times. 
um, you know, the Romans, the Greeks, etc., and the cultures before that. And then with the rise of Christianity, you know, within 300 years, you suddenly have the Dark Ages, and that lasted for so many centuries. Uh, you have the Inquisition, w- w- which wiped out entire towns and and killed thousands and thousands, hundreds of thousands, probably millions of people. You know, so you know the thing about Christianity is it was such a it's such a it has such a violent history and such a violent past. It seems to be a religion where people are trying to control other people to get them to do what they want. I think that uh, there was there was a founder, there was a strong message. I think it started as a as a great thing, but quickly it turned from there into something that's bloody, violent, and tyrannical. I think you can say the same thing about the United States, where the founders had the best intentions, but uh, but you know, two hundred years later, it's a dictatorship, it's a tyranny. Does that make sense? Oh, absolutely. And I'm glad that you you added those two together because it is true. We look at the founding fathers and and how. We are giving away our rights without questioning it. And this is why we are where we are. The apathy is the biggest concern I have. But you include a quote by Walter Wilmshurst in your book. It talks about the monotonous mechanical repetitions of unexplained ceremonies and side lectures. The first mental reaction I got when, when I read that was that the same rituals conducted by religions, the repetitive ways. Why is this done? Is this to program to keep you within the the software, if you if you will. Well, that's interesting that you point that out. I mean, one of the things that seems very clear to me is that, you know, as you know in the book, I speak very highly of the founders of Freemasonry and the cathedral building Freemasons because they were tremendous people. Uh, when I hear about these young people today talking about how the Masons are so bad and they control the world and things like that, you know, they really have no idea that. Uh, that masonry started for noble purposes to preserve the ancient wisdom to carry that tradition onward um and that's what the masons did they they encoded that wisdom into the cathedrals um but um you know the um the freemasons uh, i kind of lost my train of thought <laughs> sorry no, no that's okay that's okay i'll 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 bring you back but i i'm glad you're mentioning this because conspiracy theorists say the freemasons are an evil cabal aiming to take over the entire world. What is your opinion of this? True, or are they trying to tell us something? Well, I, definitely the masonry. I remember. My, I remember what I was going to say. Definitely the masons of today have have no idea what's going on. There's, there's no doubt about it, and and the the vast majority don't even really care. They are. There are a good 30% of Masons that join because they want to know the meaning of life, that they have deeper yearnings and that type of thing. Um, but what's happened, in, in my opinion, is in the past 100 or so years, maybe 150 years ago, somebody messed with the wiring of Freemasonry and changed a lot of the rituals and, and dumbed it down and made it confusing and made it into something that it's not supposed to be. Uh, it was founded for great and noble purposes, but now it's something that, as you say, it's a repetitive, it's a nonsensical um, collection of sayings and things like that. They talk about faith, hope, and charity, which have nothing to do with um, with really what the founding and the ancient wisdom is. 
So I think in some way, as you say, it, it was created or it was uh, it has evolved into something that um, that is just doesn't make any sense. It's repetitive and it's monotonous and it does, it's way off the mark. And I think it's been done on purpose by those same big companies, big corporations, uh, old families that are behind um, the elite, as we call them. Um, they don't want us to join Freemasonry and understand what the truth is. They they messed with the wires. They changed it around. It's just a boys club now. It's just an eating and drinking society. Maybe there's some esoteric talk on the fringes, but there's no great wisdom there anymore. And that's what I'd like to explore. What changed the wiring, if you will? Because prior to the 1700s, the Freemasons were employed by popes to build, as you say, Europe's cathedrals. But in the early 1700s, something changed, and all of a sudden, the Holy See turned on the Freemasons. And it was uh, Pope Leo XIII who condemned uh, Freemasonry in uh, 1884, even today's popes. Well, we, you know, uh, but he was a cardinal in 1983. Uh, uh, Ratzinger said, the, said, quote, the faithful who enroll in Masonic associations are innate uh, uh, innate of grave sin and may not receive Holy Communion, unquote. What happened? Why the change of heart? You see, the way I see it is this. Um, before Christianity, the entire world shared the same wisdom tradition. And, and as you know, in the book, it's that wisdom tradition is symbolized by the triptych. Um, about the start of Christianity, um, a group of people wanted to change that. They wanted to control others. They came up with the idea that to start religions to do that. Um, and a group of people wanted to preserve the ancient wisdom and those were the first secret societies that um, that knew that they couldn't go against the big powers or what were becoming the bigger powers. So they went underground and they created these these secret societies like the Freemasons, um, where they practiced the ancient wisdom. And the ancient wisdom is powerful and it allowed these secret societies to grow, probably almost as as powerful as the as the um, the elite that were controlling the rest of the of, of the uh, of the population. And, uh, and the secret societies had found, a, had found a way to, con to c encode their wisdom and pass it on to posterity. They encoded their wisdom into the cathedrals and into other monuments and things like that. Um, and so over the centuries, I think that there were, there were priests and bishops and things like that who, who were Freemasons also secretly who, had to, you know, uh, follow the, the line that, uh, that they were given by the, by their higher ups, but who secretly understood the ancient wisdom and wanted it to be, um, to be passed on to posterity. But I think there became a point where the ancient wisdom started to die out, even among the Freemasons. And until you have a situation where, you know, the, the popes and the, and the bishops and, and everybody were just Christians and, and a lot of the ancient wisdom had already died and um, they had realized what had happened over the preceding centuries and they had realized what the Masons had done in encoding this ancient wisdom in the cathedrals and they weren't happy about it and they couldn't very well tear down the cathedrals so they had definitely had to outlaw the Freemasons and that's what they did and that's why you have these uh, these you know Christians saying that uh, Christianity and Freemasonry are not compatible, and they're not compatible at all. There's nothing in Freemasonry that has really much to do with Christianity as it's understood today in, in the religion. 
Um, but of course, Christianity is uh, true. Christianity has nothing to do with just one person named Jesus. It's, we all have a Christ within. We all have a soul within, a light within, a divine within. And the the true teaching of of the most ancient form of Christianity is that we all need to find that inner self, that higher inner self, and and there's where the gold is, and there's where the the truth is. And look, I I can go. Thank you for listening. To unlock the full two-hour interview, including video formats, downloads, transcripts, exclusive articles, and more, subscribe to Veritas Plus now. Gain access to our entire archive dating back to 2008. Just click subscribe at veritasradio.com. Because you don't want to believe, you want to know. Subscribe now. To listen to the rest and all of our exclusive material, proceed to the Veritas Plus member section or join the Veritas Plus family by subscribing. Click on the subscribe button at veritasradio.com. Don't forget to visit the Veritas store for focused life force energy. Get a 15-day free trial today with no credit card required. And if you want to get in touch with Mel, want to be a guest on this radio program, have a guest suggestion, or have feedback, just click on the contact button on our website at veritasradio.com. Now, proceed to the Veritas Plus member section or subscribe to listen to the rest of the interview. You don't want to miss it. Because you don't want to believe, you want to know. What are you waiting for? Subscribe now at veritasradio.com.